Hello, what's up, you guys? It's your girl. It's Mauv. Um, I haven't. Well, actually, I did keep my word, and I ended up doing a podcast with my best friend, and she posted that. That was on Wednesday, so I have had a podcast. <laughs> Every week, the only week I missed was last week. The week before that, I had something. And then the week before that, I had something too, I think. Or I might be mistaken. I've been recording them, but I haven't been doing as good of a job as I should at posting them. Just because I have the free membership on Anchor. And I'm not paid for... Like, I don't have the paid membership, which I see now that I'm going to have to get. Because I need to be able to edit... Like, I need to be able to edit the podcast a little bit better. And when you have the free membership, it kind of just lets you make one cut to the podcast. Um, or I just might not know what the fuck I'm doing either. It's one of the three, but there are two of those things that I can try out to fix myself just to see what happens. Um, so today's, um, today really what I wanted to talk about was like just giving, kind of giving you guys a mental health checkup on me and then maybe that hopefully opening the door for whoever's listening to kind of do the same mental health checkup on themselves and like check in with their friends and things like that. Just because like, you know, it's an evil world we live in right now. And I know for me, like I have my own, I have my own exist issues that exist on the regular degular without all this extra stress and anxiety flying around. But then adding that and, you know, compiling that on top of what I already feel like I go through has just kind of drained me. But in hindsight, I'm grateful that it's just draining me of energy and not provoking me to make risky decisions and like just just not having the opposite effect where I'm like become a manic. You feel what I'm saying? Because right now I feel a little depressed, just a little bit, but not really. Or it's just with the better coping tools that I get like my depression is just better and over time I just think it's gotten better like now when I'm depressed that doesn't mean that I don't bathe now when I'm depressed that doesn't mean I'm living in like filth now when I'm depressed like I will procrastinate with my homework and I'll have a lot of anxiety around it but it gets done you feel what I'm saying so I think that's such a huge that's jumps and bounds from what my depression used to be in high school I guess once it like reared that's when it's like it reared its head and it started to affect my life um, so I guess we can just, I can just kind of slide into my mental health, my mental health check-in. Well, at the current moment, I'm feeling a little bit more refreshed and possessed just because I got some of my homework done and that makes me feel accomplished. Um, but just this week, this week has been decent. It's been all right because like I've had friends like come check on me. Like I've kicked it with a lot of my homeboys and shit like that. Um, and like I've been cooking, which because, you know, now I feel like we all finna come out this shit, at least amateur chefs, you feel me? But um, I've been I've been on my chef tees just cooking for myself, not being a chef for others. But I've always enjoyed to cook. Like I've always enjoyed looking at recipes for stuff that I wanted to eat and having the money to go get the food and, you know, all that shit. So that part has been definitely something that has added to my list of pros about this time. Because when I was working and going to school, I was eating out a lot. And I think the reason why I was able to have the savings that I had up until the last time I had to go shopping and spend 150 fucking dollars um, was because I wasn't able to eat out like how I would want to. Like just go out somewhere after work with your homies from work or everybody off work. So you hit people up like let's go link and get drinks and appetizers and shit like that. So 
But on the flip side of that, I've sp- I didn't, bro, I didn't realize it costs money to even just be in the fucking house. That's how you know that capitalism is fucking slavery. How do it cost me money to stay in the house that you making me stay in? And I've been contending with that whole idea as well. I've been contending with being put in shitty situations because of someone else's behavior. And then being put in shitty situations by someone else's behavior who you really didn't even elect. Like, to keep it a buck with you, like, we didn't elect most of these morons that are in office right now. Like, electoral college is a fucking sham. If you want to get into politics, that's where I stand. Because you all know I'm a political anarchist, nihilist, 6677, you know, throwing up gang signs. That's how I feel about all this shit. But I've been having to contend with just this really nasty, vengeful spirit of like, wanting to go rogue, just on the system in general. Because I'm like, bro, this is what happens when you because and listen, so this is where the framework I'm coming from, right? And this is fucked up, sick thinking, but I don't give a fuck because this is my podcast. I can talk about as sick as shit as I want to. But um, I feel like when I was like on drugs and in the mix and maybe doing things I didn't have no business, like life seemed grand. And I kid you fucking not. The moment that I started to take rehab seriously, the moment that I started to take them cult meetings seriously, I'm not going to say the two letters. The mo- Just the moment that I started to become indoctrinated and kind of brainwashed into what it means to be an acceptable human being and what it means to to be regular and normal and not mentally ill and what it means to fit in with people and have friends and all this other bullshit that really does not matter to me as I'm growing older, minus the friend thing. What I realized is like I'm starting to build up a resentment against myself. I'm starting to build up a resentment because I feel like I gave I gave up all the things that created happiness around me and being in this situation where I'm quarantined based off behavior that has nothing to do with me, not based off my fucked up immune system, not based off of which I don't have. I'm being facetious, not based off of my fucked up eating habits, not based off of me being greedy at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Not based off of my failed attempts to uh, carry a government Having to contend with that has had has had me looking at the decisions that I can control and how I fuck those up. Cause you know, once you start to get into shitty thinking, the shitty think the, the shitty thinking can ultimately take you to somewhere. And today I saw that happen. Um, but it put into perspective, like, look at look at the shit that you can't control. Look at how that got you down bad. Imagine if you keep making fucked up decisions about shit that you can control. And not even so much, because at this point in my life. I don't make fucked up. De- I don't make fucked up decisions. I make decisions based off of how people gonna think think of me, which might even be worse than making a fucked up decision on your own recognizance. In my mind, and that could be just because I'm a nut. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a closet revolutionary. But in my mind, I'm just like, I rather make fucked up decisions on my own recognizance and actually get out there and do something or actually make make a decision as opposed to what I've been doing for the past at least at the very least two years at the very least two years minimum one well you know what yeah well I'll say one year is when I started to recognize this behavior of holding back who I am and this has been a lifelong thing but now it's like it's getting to a uh, like a fever height where it's like Okay, sis, if you don't start making some changes really soon, you're going to be worse off than you ever were. And it's going to be by your own doing. It ain't going to be because of drugs. It ain't going to be because of friends. It ain't going to be because of mental health. It's going to be because you're a scary bitch. 
And I had to tell myself that when I was sitting at the table. Like, I'm a scary bitch, bro. I, or I can be. Like, I'm one of them people where it's just like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. But one, don't want to do the shit to get there. That's one. And then two, once I, once I get close, it's either self-saboteur or I'm scared. I'm not going to keep continue to live like that anymore. I have to become more of an action-based person and not a fear-based inside my head person. You feel me? And so that gets me to my next point of talking about anxiety. When I say the anxiety I have been feeling, my G, has been that of death crippling. Like, on a paralysis level, that's the type of anxiety I've been feeling. Like, where I've wanted to just trap myself in my room because I'm like, okay, I know my room door locked. Can nobody get to me? I can't get to nobody. I haven't had this bad of anxiety in a very long time. Now, granted, I can actually say that this has a lot to do with the social distancing thing. Because I'm someone where even if I'm not hanging out with somebody, I like to just be able to get up and go. And when I feel like my freedom has been taken away from me, if I feel oppressed by any other outside force, bro, it's going to put bubbles up underneath my fucking skin. I'm going to have something really wrong with me. And I've been I've been trying to find ways to contend that. And really the best way is to like reach out to people, reach out to my friends who know me really well. This is not a time for friends who don't know you, bro, because they're going to do one thing and you might be ready to throw the whole friendship away just based off the fact that we got so many stressors going on in our lives. People can't really be their full selves in survival mode. Because I know I've been feeling that way about a couple of my friends on some like, to be honest, on some like just doing shit or just ruining the friendship just because of what it is right now. But I have to understand, too, that no one is putting their best foot forward. And I'm getting into that a little bit later, that no one is putting their best foot forward to But like I've been helping myself with anxiety by just like having to do the complete opposite of what it is that I would want to do. Like, I have to do the opposite. Like, today, I didn't want to wash clothes, even though I realized, like, ironic, just being, this This is just the irony of life. Like, I didn't want to wash clothes because the bag was, like, my bag was full. Come to find out that half the fucking clothes in the bag was clean, I just never put them away. So, I'm sitting there putting off washing one load of clothes, bro. Had I put the clothes away to begin with, the, my clothes would have been washed days ago because it would only been one load. It's something that I could have did when I was walking to the store. And by the time I walked back, I put in a dryer. These are the Jedi mind tricks we play with ourselves when we are under too much stress. I've put myself in the pressure cooker. Wait, I digress. This this capitalistic, misogynistic, patriarchal system that don't want to fucking listen to nobody has put all of us in the pressure cooker. So I'm going to take the tension off of me. Make this a weak conversation. It's just some of us was already hot before we got in there. Like, I, w- I run hot. I run- I'm, a- I'm someone who runs hot. I don't run cold. I've had to accept that about myself. I'm not going to even continue to try to act like that, bro. I'm a double fire. If that mean anything to you, you'll know what's up. I'm double fire with a sad stellum. Ain't- there is no cool. There's nothing cool about me. I do have Pisces placements, but that just makes shit steamy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... And I do have an affinity for the water element, but I think that's more something to work towards and to something to become. Because you can only be who you are. And that's another tick on um, something else that I'm going to talk about during the podcast. But like, you can only really be who you are. And that's what the anxiety thing has taught me. It's just like, I realized that my anxiety was not bad. I would say it wasn't as bad last year, definitely. And it wasn't 
back it what didn't even really exist the years before that and I wasn't even like using marijuana or using alcohol to kind of relax myself like that's when I wasn't doing any drugs so like I know anxiety is a, a red flag for me now at this point in my life depression is something that comes and goes like I could have a day where I'm just not feeling it but then the next day I can wake up and be like you know what I'm gonna do better just because I don't have the suicidal aspect anymore Without the suicidal aspect, I think we all are depressed. A lot of y'all never going to admit it because you got maladaptive behaviors that you use to, um, def- to, to diffuse depressive thoughts or to deflect from your depressive episodes. There is no way that all of us living in this slave-based society, whether you be white, black, Puerto Rican, or Asian, don't have some sort of depression or anxiety. Get that out of your thick head because then when you're having a fucked up day, you can just be like, you know what? This is just part of the course of being a human being on this fucked up planet. I'm just saying. Um, Because, just side note, one thing I hate is when you talk to your homies about, like, mental health. And mind you, you know all they dirty little secrets. You know that they ass is fucking nuts. They might be nuts in a different way. Y'all might be on a Venn diagram of insanity. But motherfucker, there's some things that are in the the center circle between you two. And they like, oh, no, I can't relate. I ain't never felt that way. Nigga, the last time we talked, you was feeling that way. I think that's a lesson in self-awareness for a lot of you motherfuckers who think that you above you above mental health scares or you're above mental illness. This is putting a lot of shit in perspective for you motherfuckers. I just want to throw that out there. And I do have a chip on my shoulder about how we treat mental, mentally ill people. Because another star was shout out to Sky from, um, you know, from mental health illness this past week. Um, rest in peace baby girl i'm not gonna say her name because i don't know her and and i don't don't play with people's spirit like that but i do just want to i just want to kind of really drive home to you people stop acting so uppity duckity when you when you're sad or when you're depressed or when you have anxiety or when you're having a rage attack or you just are fucking people off it's okay none of us are gods on this planet and if you were a god you would truly understand the dichotomy of life you wouldn't be fighting so hard to always be happy go lucky i'm tired of seeing that shit i'm tired of seeing these extremes whether it be on the internet tv with my friendships with my family it's either people are in denial still doing shit that's putting people at risk or they on the opposite end of the spectrum where they so scared they don't know what to do when there's a when there is a middle ground the middle ground is to practice safe within your means because a lot of us might not mean need to be a social distance as a lot of y'all other unhealthy motherfuckers i'm gonna just keep it a buck but then also to on the other end don't stop living your life that's how i'm feeling right now and i realized that a lot of the anxiety was coming from me being of me sucking up other people's fear not only that but just me kind of being scared of things that i'm losing during all this when really i could be building games like i could be planting seeds and that was to me a lesson in it's energy energy goes where your attention flows bro or, or energy flows where your attention goes rather either i can be focused on the fair weather motherfuckers who we were just in each other's life for a season and that season just so happened to be six months i could be focused on the fact that i don't know what type of job i'm gonna have when all this shit clear up i could be focused on the fact that i ain't get my stimulus check yet and my refund my tax refund ain't hit yet or i could focus on the things that i have control over like letting motherfuckers go who it was just their season and planting seeds for the new season. It is not the end of the world. I repeat, it is not the end of the world. It's the end of the world as we knew it. But there's still going to be a new world after this. It's going to still going to be dancing, still going to be singing. Niggas still going to congregate. Niggas still going to eat food. Niggas still going to drink. 
it might not be in the same capacity because Americans are scary. We don't know how to bounce back from nothing. So we might never, a lot of us, or not a lot of us, because I'm going to go wherever the fuck I want to. And as soon as all this shit clear up, this quarantine shit clear up, I'm on the, I'm on the first flight to LA or uh, Denver. That's on God. But um, there are some people where this has really shooken, this shooken them up to their core. And I, I'm one of those people, but not for the same reasons as other people. I'm one of those people because... And once again, I'm going to drive this shit home. Instead of focusing on the things that I had control over, I was giving so I was giving all of my power over things that I really was just a foot soldier with. Like work. I, I had no business giving 100% of my energy to work. When that's another bitch's company, no disrespect to my boss, that's not my company, bro. I don't have no control over that being open or closed. School is a little bit different because school is more of a... Um, reciprocal thing like you do the work you get the grades my world my world religion teacher is being an asshole she doesn't like the way I write my papers but that's not I think it's more of a colloquial thing like she's from LA and like I'm from Atlanta because she talks about me using euphemisms and talks about like my verbiage and stuff and I'm just like but that has nothing to do with the shit that's supposed to be in the paper I digress once again school is more reciprocal and that's what I realized bro is if I'm not if I'm not in a situation where I'm controlling or controlling the outcome to a certain extent, or it's not reciprocal where I put in you put in, I can no longer do it. So which means that I need to like I need to really take stock of what I'm passionate about, and I need to take stock about what's the next steps for me when it comes to the lifestyle the lifestyle changes that I'm either being forced to make right now or I'm willing to make right now because of the situation that we're in. I need to take stock, okay, what are those things going to be? And I have to be realistic about it, but I also, too, should should shoot as high as I possibly can see. Now, I can't see no whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? I can't see no whole bunch of the foreseeable future. But what I can see is, okay, I do so, 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 and so. I know in two weeks I can get the results on that. To be honest, for me right now, the smart thing for me, because I'm a result-oriented person. And if I can't see results for, from it, like immediate results, not necessarily the day, the, the, like the first day, the next day, da, 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 da. But if I can't see large, like large, not large scale, but if I can't see results of some sort or some type of reciprocity in the situation that I'm putting myself in from this day forward, it just ain't going to work. And to be honest with you, I'm of the mind to stop a whole bunch of shit. But then I realize I get back into my fear mode and the best way to figure out some shit ain't for you is just to do it. You know, so I'm going to move on from the anxiety part. Oh, and this is a side note. And this is more of an open discussion type thing. This is not me like talking, talking at y'all. This is like more of an open discussion piece because the rest of it is me just saying my piece and I'm not really looking for a response. I'm just letting you in on my life. This part is something I actually want advice on. But I'm in the position now where I live in the house by myself alone. I had two men living here before. I would call them men loosely. Bitches is the word that I more so look at at this point. But um, I think that's been causing me a lot of anxiety too. Because I'm not going to say this is a dangerous neighborhood. Because black doesn't equate to danger. But it's not Cumberland Parkway where my mom live at. And so I've been thinking about should I get a gun to make me feel more safe. You feel what I'm saying? And I ha- th- these are my two sides to that coin. One side is like, is that attracting energy towards me? And the other side is like, do you want to be like, do you want to be in a position to where you can protect yourself? Or are you going to depend 
on fate, really. And, you know, granted, it could be some, if you believe in higher deity teas, that's fine too. But very rarely in the Bible did God, Allah, Akbar, any of them niggas send somebody into war without tools and just said, I got you, bro. (laughs) I think it was more like, I'm going to empower you to do what you need to do for yourself. So I'm at the point now where I'm really considering in the summertime when I get my refund from school in May, getting a gun. I mean, I've kind of already made up my mind, but I do want to hear other people's perspective on it. And plus, I, I love guns. I love shooting guns. I love guns. I do not want to shoot anyone. I have no fantasy of doing that. You know what I'm saying? Unless it was on screen as an actor. But like in my real everyday life, I'm not a violent person. So I don't really have a worry about that. Um, yeah, I really don't, my only worry is just like that, that, you know, left of the, left of the aisle rhetoric, the democratic rhetoric that a lot of black people are, even though I didn't grow up in a very political household, you could say otherwise now, cause my mom is like a Trump fanatic, which is the weirdest shit ever. But, um, it's like, you know, the old wise tells that they tell black people about guns to keep us from having them. Like having guns in your house, people going to steal them out your house and stuff like that. That doesn't happen that often. I mean, the only way that someone would come and steal a gun out of my house is one is if they knew where I lived. And then two, I don't, I just don't see how coming into a home with guns already in the home with someone who knows how to use them and thinking you're going to steal like that doesn't happen as often as people say it does happen. And I think in situations where it does happen is two people who probably shouldn't have the guns to begin with. And that's not a black, a black thing. I think because um, black market gun dealership is universal. It has nothing to do with skin color. So I think in them instances where guns are being stolen from one another or being stolen from a source, it's because the situation was already involved with illegal criminals to begin with or criminals to begin with um, or illegal activity rather is what I meant to say. So like in that way, I think a lot of the rhetoric around me owning a gun as a black person, specifically a black woman, has been informed by misinformation. And it's been informed by a system that does not want me to be able to protect myself if at some point I have to. I don't ever want to be in a position where I have to go over somebody's house who got guns. One, because I don't ever want to be in a position where I have to depend on anybody. Just out the kindness of their heart. That's just not... There's a lot of ideologies that I had and I realize now that a lot of the ideologies that I have or I have right now that I'm kind of discarding come from me wanting to be liked by a certain group of people. They don't actually come from who I am on the inside. And I think that's that stems from, you know, not feeling accepted, being bullied and all those things and low self-esteem, just a, a, a mirage of things. But it mostly comes from the fact that I feel like we live in a world, we got to be one or the other, and you can't be a well-balanced, well-rounded person. And people people want to take you at face value. They don't want to take the time to get to know you because we do live in fear, especially ro- romantic and platonic fear of each other, which once again is um, a figment of the system's imagination. But the next thing I wanted to talk about was just growing up, which kind of is like connected to the should I get a gun part. And it's like, do I still want to have that very much so like child to parent relationship with this country? Not only with this country, but just with people in general, where I'm like depending on something or someone that I don't know if I can depend on. I'm having to use faith and hope, which are empty things to me in order to ensure, you know what I'm saying, that nothing will happen. 
Now, granted, we've already talked about fate and destiny. Do I think it is my fate for someone to run up in this house and harm me? Absolutely not. I don't have that type of energy. I don't have like aloof. (laughs) She's not paying attention to her surroundings energy. I look all my neighbors in the eyes when I see them outside. When I see niggas at the projects down the hill looking at me, I look them straight in their eyes like, I don't, I'm so, because of that, there's a certain amount of confidence I have in certain things not happening, but I feel like that confidence needs to spread across a couple different areas of my life as a grown-up, because I'm tired of only having confidence in very primitive things, like being able to defend myself, I have confidence in that, being able, you know, to have sex, I have confidence in that, um, I do have confidence in some other things that I deem to be higher mind. Like, I do feel like I'm a good listener. I do think that I'm a decent friend. I think that I'm a good student. But once again, those are all confidence in things that are fairly ac- academic based around, like, the, ac- the acquisition of knowledge, which is still very 2D. And, like, I want to be confident in my ability to do the things that make me happy. And that's where my confidence is lacking. I have so much confidence built up and doing things that that make me appear cool or knowledgeable or like an upstanding citizen to other people and very little confidence in the things that I'm really passionate about. And that's that's a fault of my own. I I don't think that's a fault of the system. I don't think that's a fault of other people. I think that's just a fault of my own because I know a lot of motherfuckers who people despise and they still rocking. (laughs) They're still rocking with the behaviors that a lot of people hate. But I mean, at this point in my life, I'm not going to say I salute that because I don't salute harming anyone, but I can I can recognize the type of dedication and willpower it takes to just stay to stay 10 toes. That doesn't mean to stay stagnant and not be moving, because I what I one thing I see that and that's another the polar, the, the, the polarity part of, you know, the indoctrinated human mind of like. You either see extremely stubborn, self-assured, arrogant, borderline narcissistic people in this world, or you, or you meet people who have all this potential and all this light and all this magnetism who can't access it, access it because of their interactions with the other type of people. And then you got motherfuckers like me with one foot in, one foot out. And, and to be honest with you, I realize a lot of my grown-up indecision comes from the fact that a lot of times you're only presented with two, op- two options. Or at least two representations of what the options are. It's very rare. This is in movies. This is in books. This is in magazines. This is even, I mean, sadly enough, it's even kind of trinkled down to my generation and below. Of this mono, this monolithic way of thinking about things or making it a duplicit thing where it's like one or two. Honestly, we live in a 3D universe. But a lot of our thinking is very two-dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Because as a grown-up, I'm finding it's hard to claim an identity for yourself and not let people project onto you. Or for me, much so rather, not want to make people in my life happy and and being scared that people are going to leave once they see the real me. I'm always the real me. It's just different sides of me. You know what I'm saying? And I think that creates misunderstanding between me and people not in a malicious way but misunderstanding they don't understand my energy or they think it it might be neurotic which it is but I'm just growing to be proud of the shit that people don't like about me or proud of the shit that is off-putting to people about me or proud of the little secret things that I know about myself that other people don't know I can do like I'm just becoming more and more and more so 
taking pride in who I am as a grown adult and taking pride in the things that I've done for myself and taking pride in the things I can do for myself because I'm the only one getting in my own way. Because at the end of the day, bro, there are very few people on this planet who probably give a fuck about me on a personal one-on-one basis. Very few. And that's across the board. Most people are so carried away with their own shit. It's not that they don't care about you or they don't want to, rather. It's just that they have other shit going on. I'm one of them. There are people I think about in my lizard mind quite often. And there are people I think about in my conscious mind quite often. But I'm now at the point in my life where, like, me thinking about you don't mean shit. It's, it's that... I used to be the type of, I used to be that type of person and my life was a lot more easy when people had to come to me because what I've realized when you're a very powerful being, when you're just a very powerful person, you have magnetism, motherfuckers get real snickety when you start to give them your attention and you start to put pour into them. They get real arrogant. That's to me a sign of someone who doesn't deserve the power that I'm trying to exchange with you. Because one, it's almost as if you've been waiting for a bitch like me to come in your orbit so you can shit on me. I'm not really interested in them type of exchanges no more. A part of being a grown up for me is recognizing my power and recognizing that a lot of the shit I'm going to win off home field advantage because you're going to have to come in my lane. I'm not going to keep switching lanes with you niggas. I just can't do it because it makes me weaker. I am a cardinal. I'm a cardinal sign. Granted, my my moon is muted, but my sun is cardinal, baby. That means I got one direction, and I'm running straight. I'm running straight into it. If you like it, cool. If you don't like it, cool. But I'm starting to see all my relationships, whether that be with money, whether that be with status, whether that be with um, power, whether that be with um, school. All of those relationships are rooted in instability. Things come and go. Luck comes and goes. Please do not let please do not let motherfuckers have you thinking that them as a grown-up has it all. Not only do they have it all together, but they never fall on hard times. I'm gonna say this too. I see a lot of my spiritual brother and sister in, y'all are pushing false and fake narratives about your life about your life and about how you really feel on the inside. And you're only letting people see on you're letting people see the side of your spirituality that you like and that you deem acceptable. I'ma let I just I just did a had to do a quiz and had to do a lot of reading on Yoruba, um the Yoruba religion. Us as melanated people, we don't come from black and white thinking. And that goes Indian. Um, Asian or Indian is Asian. So Indian, Japanese, Chinese, African, Brazilian, Colombian, Cuban. Like shit, even some of the saints, like the Russian saints and shit was getting their hands dirty. It is a very Eurocentric way of thinking to think there is good and bad in this world. There is no such thing. I'm having to decondition myself from the little bit of that thinking that I got coerced into joining that fucking cult that end with an A and start with another letter from the alphabet. But there is no such thing as good and bad, bro. Get over that shit. Get over it. And I'm tired of I'm tired of spiritual women and men putting themselves in a position for other people to compare themselves to. That's not spirituality, boo. That has nothing to do with you elevating the consciousness of all people on this planet. If anything, you're causing a decent in consciousness because you got people thinking that they're never going to be able to reach this wildly beautiful, perfect life that you got that ain't perfect. It might be wild. It might be beautiful. 
But I realized I was getting sucked up to that. I was getting sucked into that shit because one, this is one thing with spiritualists, bro. And it don't matter if you Christian, Muslim, or Jewish, or any type of Western spiritual, any type of spirituality that Western civilization gets its paws on. And I've talked about this in a little bit of a greater length in one of my other podcasts. Get it through your thick skull. None of us are perfect. Using spirituality as a means to ascend to perfection is blasphemous. But what I realized is, this is getting back to my train of thought because I forgot what I was saying. I just started talking shit. But what I realized, especially with black women, whenever we get involved in something spiritual, respectability politics is where it's at. And it be the most free-spirited bitches who are the most respectable. You can't make no respect mistakes around them. Your energy, quote-unquote, can't be off around them, bro. I don't want to be friends with none of them type of people. Man, woman, or them, or their plural if you're liking me is contingent upon me being a perfect human being bro we're not meant for each other if you're liking me is uh, me being contingent on or me or upholding this light around my head like i'm an angel bro we're not one and the same i don't know no god that was perfect but i'm gonna end on that i'm gonna end on growing up i'm gonna end on Bro, be you and do whatever the fuck you want, bro. The moment you feel scared about doing some shit, go and do it. And I'm almost apt to say, I don't give a fuck what it is because it's a lesson in every mistake. And once you stop learning that, once you stop, or once you stop believing that there's a lesson in every mistake, you're going to be scared to make mistakes because you're going to think mistakes are punishment. It's not. And that's what I'm learning. The biggest part of growing up is mistakes are not fucking punishment. Failure is not punishment. Failure is your opportunity to do something better than everybody else. People who are constantly winning, they're not learning anything. So spiritually, did you come to this planet to learn or did you come to this planet to be trapped in your room? I'm having to ask myself that right now. I'm not even asking y'all that because I don't give a fuck what y'all came here to do spiritually. Just keeping it a buck. I'm focused on Zara and what Zara's journey is. But like... Am I going to do whatever the fuck I want to? Did I come here to learn and have fun? Am I going to treat life like a university? Imagine being able to go to school and university for the rest of your life. It'd be nice if we had universal health care and universal housing income because the bitch would really take off then. But I think that's coming down the pikes in the next five to ten years anyway. Um, but I'm going to treat life like a university. And if I play my cards right, it'll be just like a university. I meet my husband on this bitch. I ain't got to work and I can do my art shit. That's besides the point. Moving on. My next thing that I've been thinking about is why can't I hustle like everybody else? Now, granted, this hustle culture has definitely been under the microscope, especially right now. And I was one of them people where like, because that's just the draw of capitalism is thinking like one day you're going to be one of the rich people. So protect the rich. Even though I've never done that. I've always been on some eat the rich bullshit. As much as I love Marie Antoinette and what she did for couture culture, couture and wig culture, rather. Off of the bitch head. But anyways, like, I've been kind of feeling down. That's that compare and contrast mind. You know what I'm saying? That's that lizard brain of, like, envy and jealousy that kind of seeps through as, like, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Procrastination and depression. Um, or at least for me, that's, I know that's what envy and jealousy translates in my life as, um, 
but not necessarily being envy and jealous of the person, but being envy and jealous, envious and jealous of what of what they're able to do and what I'm not able to do. Now, granted, the more and more that I thought about this, because I'm a brewer and I'm a I'm a high mind thinker, I'm going to take something that probably ain't a big deal and not necessarily make it into a big deal, but just lay it out on the table as a bigger idea, bigger theory, just so I can know how to not do it again. You feel what I'm saying? But um, what I realized is I'm just like. Why can't I hustle like everybody else? And then I'm just like, well, maybe right now is not the time for hustle per se, but just the time for productivity and productivity comes from self-belief and self-power. And so instead of me kind of pinpointing or blaming my misfortunes on like my lizard mind, I can kind of look at it and say, okay, well, what is it that I'm missing? Like, what is it that's causing me to feel this way? Instead of paying attention to what it is that's making me feel that way, I kind of turned inward and I was just like, okay, why Why do I feel like this? Why am I feeling sad all of a sudden? Like, or why am I feeling like I can't do something? What's, what's preventing me from doing what the fuck I want to do? And then for me, the common, the, the this is, this is going to be a very common, um, or this has been a very common part of my journey. But for me, what's keeping me from doing stuff is what people think about me. That's what's keeping me from doing a lot of things I want to do because granted, a lot of things I'm interested in are taboo, very subculture. And I'm talking about subculture, I mean sub sub subculture. Like not like not the cool internet subculture shit, but like death poets and shit. Like I'm into bitches who talk about killing themselves and stuff like that. And they touch my soul. But then too, like I be feeling some type of way when I post like a Sylvia Plath poem because, you know, of course, niggas going to act like they don't know what death or mental health or mental illness is. So, and most of my friends are black. This is no, this is not a chip on my shoulder with black people. This is a chip on my shoulder for me for not being a leader and showing people that you can be yourself. So then there are more black people out there who are on the same wavelength as me. Um, but like, I've always just kind of felt like if I put this out there, people going to judge me. That's not the hustler's fault though. Because I seriously doubt the bitch who's hustling right now is giving a fuck what people think about her. And I'm not I'm not here to say if that's a good or bad thing. Because that's none of my business. She's going to have to deal with the consequences of if it's good or bad. But I, that's what separates me and you from the hustlers. Is that me and you give a fuck about how people say we making our money. Or we care about how people say we getting our um, socks, our rocks off. Like, we care about uh, where people think we clocking in at work at. And the hustler does not give a fuck. The hustler is about the end result, which is I'm going to do what I have to do to get to where I got to go. I can't say if that's a good or bad thing or not. I'm done playing the morality police because I realize when you play the morality police to other people, that's just a projection of how you really feel about yourself. And instead of me going down bad on motherfuckers who I don't agree with the way that they do stuff, I can I can use what they're doing and tweak it for myself and say, okay. I respect where this woman got to in her career. I respect the place she got to in her career. What can I do that's like what she did, but that fits me to where I'm not compromising what I would do? It's that simple. It's all about, I think, a switch in perception and switching um, your thinking and changing it from negative thinking to positive thinking. Like, okay, well, what is it that I can do to make myself feel better? Now, when I'm like, now when I'm bored, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to to make myself not bored? You don't feel like writing? Cool. You don't feel like making a podcast? Cool. You want to just go to sleep? Cool. 
And then usually I wake up in a way better mood because I'm doing what the fuck I need to do for myself. I'm not doing, I'm not worried about uh, the bitch in her kitchen on Instagram live telling me that I'm slacking. I'm missing out on my blessings because I'm deciding to take a nap and sleep through a fucking pandemic, bro. A lot of the voices that's in our head are invisible. They don't really exist because a lot of times people would never had a guts to give you some of the advice they give you off on the internet in real life. I've very rarely seen bitches pull out the quotables that they post on Twitter, on Instagram and give them to me in real life. Very rarely have I ever seen that. Because once again, this is the cold hard facts, cold hard truth. Out of sight, out of mind for most people. And then second, people have so much shit going on in their own life that they do not care enough to pay attention or give you advice. It's crazy how I consciously know that, but subconsciously, I can't use that same theory for all the, you know, bad, you know, the bad negative talk that's in my mind. And so now I'm at the point where it's just like, bro, the only person happiness I really got to be worried about is Zara's. And that's going to be a treacherous journey within itself because that comes with its own challenges as well. But I'm I'm willing to sacrifice having a whole bunch of long-term invested relationships, a whole bunch of um, super deep uh, friendships. Like I'm invested. I'm okay with not having a steady, a stable job for 10 years. I'm okay with switching my job every year, every six months, every two years. I'm okay with all that because those are the things that make me happy. And it's and it's real easy to talk big girl shit right now while I'm, you know, not really actively doing anything. But I've created a schedule for myself. I'm going to try to stick to it. I have to get in the practice of choosing me first, bro. I have to get in the practice of choosing me first. And it's a lot of habits that I have that are very... Um, sneaky and that's one of them if that's a sneaky habit i have where it's just like i'm not choosing me first i'm choosing someone else's perception of me over how i really feel about myself that's some deep deep shit that now that it's a, it's, it's in the front of my conscious mind it's something that i'm consciously going to be working on and i have been for a while but i think this is all kind of brought it to a head because i'm not going to school interacting with 100 people every day at least i'm not going to work interacting with at least 250 300 people so i'm kind of having to sit with myself and be like okay like is this how you want things to be like if you were stuck if you were stuck in your house for the next three months is this how you want to feel okay well then this is what you need to do not to feel that way and then um, my last point, I guess my closing point is talking about being one with action. That's that's another thing um, that I'm working on is just like not thinking so much. And I read about this when I was reading about the Yoruba culture, not culture, but the Yoruba religion. They are like they're like Hindus and like more more like Jews specifically where they don't focus on the afterlife. They welcome reincarnation. They don't focus on the afterlife. They focus more on um, what you're doing in your present life. They don't put stock into doctrines and they don't put stock into thinking as much as they do into your action. And your life on your life on earth is supposed to be your best life. I love that thinking so much. That thinking resonates with my spirit. Like a lot of that Yoruba shit was resonating with my fucking soul. But that's no surprise as a, as an African American, um, more than likely having roots in the Sudan or Sierra Leone. Cause just looking at my great granddad on my dad's side, cause both of my great grandmothers on both sides, 
um, where one was biracial, one was just Native American. So both of my great grandfathers are African American. Or one of them was like a child of slave slaves. So he was probably more African than he was American at that point. But he looks like he's from Gambia. He looks like he, bro. I met a Gambian nigga in Italy who looked like a younger version of him. Like, that shit blew my mind. And they're tall and lanky. Like, my that my dad's side of family has a Sudanese build. So I'm almost positive. Um, My African roots on that side are from the Sudan. But... That Yoruba shit touched on it, it. It touched my soul. But one of the biggest takeaways is that you have to be one with action, and you have to just do. And that's what Ashe is. Ashe in that religion is action or actual change, like active change. You know, a lot of stuff is hard to um, translate into like English language and verbiage because we're so literal, and most other languages are not based in literal. Not based in being literal. They're based in being figurative. Like you use four words to say a whole sentence type thing, which I think is cool. But um, that's like the biggest, I think that's the biggest realization. Like that to me is like the over, if it was an umbrella, the be one with action would be the actual like thing covering me from the rain and everything else would just be like, um, so be one with action would be the fabric and everything else would just be the little wires that are holding the umbrella together. To me, that's how that's how it feels. Is I think when I'm more active and I'm in my chi, I'm in my ashe, like I'm just in my vibe, my energy, my power, and I'm doing things that make me happy, make me feel fulfilled, make me feel beautiful, make me feel intelligent, you know, wanted, all those things. And when I'm in situations that are recipro- uh, that are reciprocal, that is a, a big thing for me too. When I'm in those types of relationships and when I'm feeling this way about myself, I find that everything around me is running like a well-oiled machine. And so if there's anything that I can leave you guys with, it would be to check in, men- check in mentally with not only your friends, but with yourself first. Really fuck what your friends talking about. If they ain't trying to check in mentally on some like putting two heads together shit and like they just want to sit around and talk about the pandemic or talk about, you know, other bullshit, I would kind of limit your talking to them because this is a time of healing. Um, Anxiety. I would say to check in, really to check in with your anxiety. Because I think, like I said, depression right now is something that is probably affecting everyone, even people who've never been diagnosed with anything. Just because we're in kind of technically some type of like a mini depression, we're in a recession, all those uns in Latin, I think, mean to suppress, if I'm not mistaken. But the anxiety piece is what's going to put your immune system at risk. It's going to put your cardiovascular system, your lung, your lungs, your breathing at risk. I think anxiety is something that you should be checking in on on an hourly level, even maybe um, every couple minutes. Like, really pay attention to the things that you are watching right now. I, if I see COVID-19 in a title, I not only will not click on it, I am unsubscribing from you, bro. Unless it's some funny shit like, a lie where you just like what I'm doing during quarantine, like stuff like that. If I see something with quarantine in it, I watch it because usually it's something that is useful to me. It's something that I can adapt. I can adopt and practice in what I'm doing right now. I have no control over COVID-19. I do have control over what type of quarantine I'm in though. So with the anxiety piece, I would say, watch what you're, watch what you're watching, watch who you're speaking to, 
limit your internet access to maybe four, five, six times a day checking on your phone. I'm doing a dopamine cleanse um, tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to do a, an intermediate dopamine cleanse tomorrow or starting tomorrow because that'll be the start of a new week. It'll be starting new homework, starting new goals. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to do the intermediate one where you you don't cut out dopamine completely because honestly, I don't think that's possible during a quarantine. One and two, a lot. I'm one of those people where I already have to do extra to get my dopamine. So I'm not going to repress because your dopamine are receptors and they're just like any other type of wire or electrical or electrical wiring. Um, If there's something wrong with them, if you had a short in your your iPhone headphones, you're going to hold that motherfucker in the same spot to make sure that short somehow it, the the connection is making it to the headphones. You're going to tape it together. You're going to do something. But you can't just kind of like all rinky-dink, unplug, plug, throw them around until you get some new headphones. So that's how I see receptors and neuron pathways in the brain. And because of that, because I have like a natural, I would say, quote-unquote, shortage it took me too long. It took me 25 years to get my dopamine to where it's at now. So for me, I'm doing the intermediate where you do you do all the things that are on your to-do list. And then you hit yourself with dopamine. And if you have, like, if you want to split that up to where, like, for me, it, would, it could be, like, doing homework in at nighttime. Because I, I like doing homework at nighttime for some reason. Doing homework at nighttime, doing my, you know, YouTube stuff in the afternoon and then doing a podcast every morning. Like I wouldn't be able to smoke, like to smoke my first blunt until I, after I did my podcast in the morning and I did, or I did my podcast in my video, I would have to set that up. But I would say that's, that's, that's one way that I'm going to be dealing with the anxiety piece. Um, the growing up piece is real simple. Stop being a little bitch, bro. Like no, no one's entitled to really help you. Your own parents, are not really entitled to help you. Depending on people for things, it's just going to always leave you. Unless this person has a duty and a responsibility, like with the government. I'm never going to tell people don't depend on the government, especially if your ass is black. We built this fucking country. You can depend on the government as much as you fucking want to if that's your fucking prerogative. Um, But depending on people who are within the same system as you, like, I don't see... First of all, I don't think that's honorable. Like, I don't think that's a cool thing to do because you're asking a lot unless they're offering... And even then it's like this is a time of this is a time where you can come out of this shit more self-sufficient than you probably ever will get a chance to be. A lot of us are learning how to plant, like I'm learning how to tend to my plants, I'm learning how to cook different shit, I'm learning how to um adjust faster, like I'm learning how to be alone. I'm about to buy my first handgun. Um I've already started my sex working business. Like, I just have to be one with action. Like, so there's a lot of things that I can really, that I've already started. Because I don't think this is the time to start something new, per se. Unless unless it's dealing with uh, Mercurian um, technology, which would be like TV, um, anything really creative or communicative. Like, because those are all things that, like... Once this is all over, people are still going to be trying to feed into that thing. If anything, they'll be desperate for it. Um, But, yeah, part of growing up is just not being, not depending on motherfuckers. And, like, really just being self-sufficient. Because I don't think, I think the I think those of us, there are those of us who needed this time who didn't know we needed it. Um, 
And this is an opportunity of a lifetime because once everything gets back up and running, it's either going to be a great boom or it's going to be a great depression. I'm bearing more towards great boom just because if there's one thing that Americans are good at, capitalistic societies in general, it's good at buying shit, which circulates, circulates revenue and income. Um, and then too, this hasn't bankrupted the country per se. So this isn't the worst. So I'm feeling, I think this is going to be, it's going to be a boom, especially in engagements that are social in nature, because I think this drain, even for the most anti-social motherfucker, I think this is going to be a change. This is going to show them a different perspective, the opposite end of that coin. And so growing up to me is just being like being self-sufficient. That's what I'm taking away from that part. Why can't I hustle like everyone else? The answer to that is don't. I would say hustle like yourself. Find the level of hustle that's going to get you the results that you want. And if you, if that ain't... Re- girl, I would like the level of hustle where, you know, I post my calendar and niggas call my receptionist and I get my date set up for the month and then I'm done. That's the level of hustle I want. I want all my hustle to be behind the scenes. I do not like hustling on the internet. I think it's dangerous. It's like gambling. I don't like gambling. I'm not a chance taker. As as hot toddy I am, as hot in the butt, as chasing adventure and chasing fire, flames and glory as I am, I don't like take. I'm a very I'm a calculated risk taker. I'm not just a risk taker. Like I'm not a Gemini. Um, I'm not an Aquarius. But I feel like air signs can back back can bounce back from taking risk a lot better than a fire sign because when we take a risk, we're like we putting the whole world in jeopardy. You feel what I'm saying? Fire is a way more of a forgiving element than air and water is. I think earth signs and fire signs have it the toughest because that's and that's why earth signs don't take make take risks, and I can see why now. Um, but fire signs, like I see us as people when we take risks, people die. Like, when we take un- uncalculated risks, people could possibly, like, a lot of people can get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, that's where I'm having to kind of curve that free spirit nature. And that's why I haven't been able to hustle like everybody else. Because I've kind of been taking uncalculated risks, which have been damaging to myself and others. As well as um, not taking any risk at all. And so, I think the happy medium for that is taking calculated risks. And so... um a big realization for me is that my hustle might start on the internet, but it it, it won't. That's not going to be the longevity of my career. And I want to take it off of the internet as quickly as possible. Like once I get a certain amount of clients for my, um, like my, what you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? My commission, like my commission cheesecake photos and like my girlfriend experience shit. Like once I can get all that set up, I'm off. I'm off the world wide web. I might be on the dark net. Like I'm probably have like a VPN link set up somewhere for somebody, but I don't want to be on Instagram because I, I just, these infrastructures that we've been thinking are so safe. The, the past two years have shown me how unstable they are. And I almost don't know what, I almost think the depression that's going to come from when motherfuckers can't make no more, 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 more no more money on the internet is going to be worse than this pandemic. And so I, I just kind of can see the, I can see the writing on the wall when it comes to that. So I think while it still is instably in stable, the bubble, the internet um, e-commerce bubble is still instably stable. I'm going to get in where I fit in just so I can have something set up to when it's time for me to get off. I'm not hit hard. You feel what I'm saying? And then I'm obsessed with word of mouth. <laughs> 
And then be one with action is pretty self-explanatory. Like I said, that's going to be the fabric of the umbrella that's preventing the rain from hitting me during these this this troubling thunderstorm of human caused bullshit that we're going through right now. Um just do it, bro. Just do it, sis. Like don't think about it. Just do it. Like I'm going to have another challenge too like after cuz I'm going to do the dopamine the intermediate dopamine fast probably for the rest of the quarantine. My birthday is on the 19th, so that might be like the only day where like I choose and that's on a Sunday. So I'll probably like invite homies and stuff over, cook, like hang out and stuff. That'll probably be the only day that I'm hitting myself with dopamine all crazy, but like I'm going to do the dopamine intermediate dopamine fast and I, I might I mean and if I get the results that I want, I'm going to keep doing it. Um but after that, I wanted to do a challenge where I do everything that I want without thinking more longer than three seconds about it. That's some really like radical exposure, like psychological exposure, exposure therapy tease. But I'm like, I'm, I'm an experimenter, especially with myself, because you I'm the, my own best experiment, my own best case study. So because of that, like, I would just say, really, just go for it. Don't think so hard. This is the, not the time to be thinking hard about nothing. Thinking, I think the swords in the tarot deck, take them bitches out unless it's an ace of the swords, right? Unless it's a flash, a prophet, a, a prophetical flash letting you know what you need to do to get out of the swords. But sword energy right now, Nick Ixnay, pinnacle energy right now. I mean, I don't know if I want um fake money the fake money they printing out i don't know if i want too much of this fake money they printing out right now i'll take what they gonna give me though i'll take what i earn um focus on like cups right now focus on cups focus on cups and wands and focus on the fire and the ice element right now focus on the doing and then the doing the pleasing and then like the just falling into the falling into your bed at night focus on that type of mentality i'm going to do everything i need to do to plant these not to plant these seeds but to nurture the seeds that i already had planting before all this shit happened and then at night every night you're going to fall into bed that's going to be your cups energy and i think by by practicing wine energy you get, you you're brought the cups that you want or at least for me by flexing my fire action muscle, I get bought the happiness and the abundance that I'm searching for. Um, and so I think to find your element right now, and no matter how fucked up it might seem to other people, no matter how it's making people around you feel, you got to do what's best for you. And so if your element is earth right now, which is very oppressive, capric- uh, uh, capricious energy, just deal with it and ride it out. If you're, you're, your element that I'm supposed to be in is fire right now, which means actions, actions, actions. If water is your element, you're supposed to be giving love to everybody, go for it. If, you know, knives is your element, swords is your element, you're supposed to be thinking, 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 trying to help people or trying to help yourself, go for that too. But find your element and be one with action. With that being said, I'm going to sign off. And hopefully I will see you guys either one, one or two more times this week, but definitely one time this week for sure. Um, Because I'm going to try to post two episodes a week just to up the ante and keep me one with action, right? And I want to, you know, end it saying that I love you, I care about you, who and whatever you are. And I know that we're going to get through this. And we're going to be on the other side of this shit throwing up gang signs like drinking tequila, smoking weed at the function. And that's just it. Bye.